we are live. We're going to be more live in just a couple minutes. We're going to let uh, people have a chance to join us and uh, jump on the show. we got a great show. Great guests as always. We always have great guests on You Talk. I mean, come on, it's You Talk. And uh, on the show today, we're going to be talking about a very important issue that really is affecting a whole lot of people, not just young adults and teens, but uh, people of all ages. And it uh, definitely needs to be talked about. Our guest has got some great stuff to say. I want to remind you before we get started um, to follow us at Utah Radio. That's U-T-A-L-K. Um, this is Utah. In case you missed that, I'm Steve, and I'm really looking forward to the conversation that we have planned, uh, the chat we have planned for the show today. I think you're going to find it very practical. I think you're going to find it very helpful, um, and you're going to leave with some, some good stuff and also a new resource that can help you. Okay, we've got a few that have joined us. We'll give it another minute, and then we're going to jump into it. Uh, we've got way more to talk about on the show than, than the length of the show. Um, it's one of those situations, there are so many things we could talk about with this topic. So our guest on You Talk today is an international speaker. She is a singer-songwriter. She's a gamification expert, which I want to talk to her about, but we probably won't do it on this show today, um, who helps teens become financially smart and learn entrepreneurial skills so that they can thrive in life. Hey, I submit to you, does it get any better than that? I mean, that's great stuff. Uh, Shivani Ray has been featured on Good Morning America, NBC, Fox, ABC, and several international news newspapers and magazines. I mean, she's everywhere. And today she's on Utah. So we're going to wait for her to request to join us. And uh, then we'll start our chat that I think you're going to find very interesting. She's got a lot of great stuff to say. Aha! And momentarily, she will be making her way to the screen and uh, joining us. So there she Hello. is. <laughs> How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Now, did I pronounce your name right? Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> You know, there's nothing more embarrassing than being like a host and doing these kinds of things and pronouncing somebody's name wrong, you know, and, and most of the time they don't look at you too weird, but it's kind of like, you know, oh, great, I blew it. Anyway, Shivani, thanks for taking time to join us. This is awesome. We've been, we've been talking about this back and forth for a couple months now, I think at least, huh? Yes. Yes, we have. I'm so glad it's finally happening. Oh, I am too, and I appreciate you reaching out to us. Okay, now before we get into the topic uh, for the show, which is it's huge. I, I, I'm really glad that we have you. And, and uh, in fact, one of our other uh, hosts on the show, Katie, who can't be with us on the show today, said, you know, I, I, I hope she has some really good stuff because I need some help. So it's like, okay, this is great. Okay. But, but I have a totally, completely random question for you. Okay. Did you have a nickname in school? Hmm. I don't know if I had a nickname in school because well, I mean, you'll hear more about my background around, like, why I wasn't technically in traditional school. But I did have yeah. the nickname Shiv growing up. Um, a lot of people have called me Shiv. I've had the nickname Panda. Um, I don't remember where that came from, but... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, where did those come from? You know, when I was in school, they called me Sticks. 
for two reasons. One is I played drums, and the second one was I had really skinny legs. So <laughs> it kind of fit. It worked together. So we'll go with Panda. Okay. Um, now, you you had an interesting younger part of your life, okay? It, I think I have this right. If When you were 10, you and your family um, – were forced out of the United States due to immigration issues. Yuck. Yes, I know, I know. Well, oh. it's, it was, it, so my parents are from the UK. Um, okay. So I have like, a, I am a British citizen and a US citizen. Um, and we've been back and forth between the US and the UK for a number of times before 2010. Okay. Um, and my parents always had the dream of, you know, living in the United States and we had friends and community over here. Mm -hmm. 2010, we got a call from our lawyer and essentially he was like, hey, you have two options. Number one, you stay and become illegal or number two, you leave. And I was like, whoa, those are not really options. Yeah. <laughs> and so what could have been one of the worst times of our life, um, you know, we could have done what was easy and gone back to the UK and tried the whole visa thing all over again. Mm -hmm. um, we decided to do something a little bit crazy and different this time. And what happened was uh, we, over a cup of chai at midnight, we had some friends over at the house. And they're like, why don't you go to India? Now, I, I look Indian, um, but we have no family over there. Um, we don't speak the language. And so it was a complete foreign place for us. Whoa. And we decided to say yes. We're like, okay. Let's go to India on a whim. Um, and so, so we sold 95% of our stuff, packed up four red bags, uh, bought four plane tickets, and essentially decided to travel and go to India. And that became what we were planning originally was like, okay, a year maybe we'll go and travel. We'll sure, sure. experience something and then we'll come back and we'll figure it out. Um, turned into a five-year global adventure. Whoa. Yeah. And so during that time, I was 10 years old. Um, my sister was six. And we essentially learned uh, by global schooling. And so we had a really untraditional <laughs> upbringing, um, getting to learn from experience and getting to learn from um, wherever we were traveling. So if we mm -hmm. wanted to learn about the place that we're going to, like we had that opportunity and it was absolutely incredible. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, that really is because let's face it, most people don't get that experience. Mm -hmm. um, and to have that and learn in the process, I mean, what a rich uh, growing up experience. I mean, it could have been really ugly, but you spun it. Now, why India? Um, so honestly, so our, our friends were they were from India. Okay. Um, they lived in the United States. Um, right. And so, like, while I have Indian descent, like, we have no family or anything over there. Um, okay. But the biggest reason was uh, financially, it made the most sense for us. At that time, huh. we were struggling financially. Okay. And um, we had the opportunity where uh, my dad at the time had a position with a company where he could travel and work. Um, oh, nice. He was doing remote work um, before it was ever really a, a big thing. BC <laughs> um, before COVID, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so we were like, hey, that the conversion rate from dollar to rupee is great. Sure. 
Yeah. And they're like, it will put you in a position where you probably will get to do a lot more um, over there and, and, you know, be able to save as well um, while we're over there. So it turned out to be the best experience, like what could have been a very big obstacle yeah. um, turned out to be a very big opportunity for us. That, you know, what a great way to say that. You know, and, and that can apply to other things in life, too. You know, what, it, it depends upon how you look at it, you know, obstacle or opportunity. By the way, where in India did you travel throughout India or were you located just kind of in one spot or one so region? We traveled a bunch through India and Asia. So and even parts of Europe, like we were all over the place. Um, so cool. we, did, we did quite a bit inside of India. So we traveled to multiple different states uh -huh. um, and that was incredible on its own because every place that you go to is completely different. Um, mm. Language, different food, different culture. Um, yes, yes. All under the umbrella of India. And then you have Malaysia, Singapore, and like all the Asian oh. areas. I, and that's too. Fascinating places. I've had the opportunity to be in India and uh, Chennai area. And uh, it, people were amazing. Um, the food was incredible, you know, just different, you know, and we found ourselves in uh, one night in the, in the midst of a political rally that we hadn't planned on being part of, you know, I mean, it was funny. And, and uh, I think the guy running for office, whose name was Muka Muka Stalin. And one of my colleagues, we had a team of people with us. And one of my colleagues and I stumbled onto this thing outside the hotel and we're watching. And then these six guys come up with AK-47 and, you know, and they're going, they want to know who we are, what we are. And they say, you want to meet Muka Muka Stalin? We're going, sure, why not? You know, so they take us in this room, guard us. Here comes this guy, this politician, click, 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 you know, picture smiling, you know. So I don't know if he used us. Hey, look, the Americans, they, they support me, you know, whatever. But it, it, it was a fascinating experience. And Singapore, too, what a great country. Um, that is so awesome. I mean, it, it's, you, have, you have lived a lifetime in really just a few short years I really um, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's so cool. And I'm, I'm going to guess, and I think I'm accurate in this, this, this affects, obviously it's affected who you are, but it affects everything you do. Um, and did that have an impact on you getting involved in helping people to become financially smart? I said teens, but I know that you do stuff for kids, you do stuff for adults. Uh, I mean, let's face it, this is a huge issue for way too many people. Um, number one cause of divorce, finances, mm -hmm. you know, and you see so many lives being destroyed, um, gambling. I had a relative who was a gambler and, you know, it, it, I'd always hear, hey, you know, I was off by one number. <laughs> it only takes one number to be off, you know, um, but I think this is a very interesting thing for you to and very much needed what led you to, to start doing this um yeah um so i definitely think that the untraditional i like to say unconventional um upbringing was a big part of why i joined financial freedom um, okay. here's why school teaches us many things Mm -hmm. But there are some things that, unfortunately, a lot of time get missed out. Um, and financial education is one of those things. Now, it's yes. not necessarily the school and the teacher's fault. Like, they, they have to, you know, have strict guidelines and follow certain things. And, you know, I wish it was more. Um, mm -hmm. 
in school. I think it should be. Um, but financial literacy, as well as mental health and like mindfulness and like um, money matters are, are some of the things that are not necessarily taught in school. Yes. And so growing up, I was always um, surrounded by uh, people that were experts in their relative field. So I could always okay. someone for information and learn about things that weren't necessarily taught in school. So I learned about like neuro-linguistic programming NLP <laughs> at 12 years old. <laughs> you lost me, but that's okay. <laughs> no, so what I, I can explain like what neuro-linguistic programming, what it is is essentially, um, you know, how you program your mind. Um, okay. Things. So let's say you have a habit of biting your nails. You can use neuro-linguistic programming. And for anybody listening, I highly recommend you like go and, and look it up. Um, it's, it's essentially like, okay, breaking through the mind and, and rewiring certain beliefs mm, and interesting. habits. And it's fascinating, fascinating. Huh. Yeah, it sounds like it. I learned about that at like 12 years old. I learned about personality analysis at 12 years old. Um, like all of these different things that are not taught in school, um, I got the opportunity to learn about. And so financial education was something that I, not, I didn't necessarily learn about when I was young, but money matters were never hidden from me. Like when mm. my were struggling financially, I knew that they were struggling financially. Okay. They were doing well. Like there was always a communication around money. Um, and it wasn't like, oh, money is not spoken of. Um, and so at least I had that. But I wish I had more financial education growing up. And you, like even people like my, like my parents when they, um, you know, do conversations and interviews with people, sure. they'll say the same thing. They'll say like, hey, I wish I had the resources to be able to teach my kids the exact way because I myself didn't know, right? So mm -hmm. people couldn't teach what they didn't know. So it's not the parents' faults and it's not the kids' faults. It's just this lack of education and resources for people to go to to start the process. Yeah, it's like a black hole of sorts because it's so needed, but it's almost like we, we don't, it's like we don't want to pay attention to it. You know, it's, it's like, what was that? Um, I heard this a long time ago, like a pink elephant in the room or something. <laughs> you know, it's there, but you don't want to acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'll go back to something you said earlier with your parents discussing it with you. I think that's super healthy. I really do. You know, and obviously you're going to discuss that, uh, in a way with a 12 year old versus a 16 year old or whatever, kind of an age appropriate thing. Yeah. But I, I think, I think there's some families that miss out on that, you know, I mean, cause I let's face say, it, you know, I always say my first, like if I have one tip, just one thing that anyone can take away from any time I'm presenting or sharing or on an interview or anything like that, yeah. is talk about money. That's mm. it. Just, just talk about it. Wow, that's basic foundational, you know, and, and I mean, that's not rocket science, Shivani. I mean, that's just, but talk about it. Don't be, and I think there's other things that we do the same thing with. It's like, we want to ignore it. We want to pretend it's not there. It's not happening. Um, and let's face it, you know, kids know what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's um, and other members of the family know, and it's, you don't have to make it some huge public thing, but I think within the confines of a family, being able to share things like that, I, th I think is huge. So, you and know, what a great takeaway. Advance for like the financial decisions that 
they're gonna make as kids. So like to, mm. to, to, to answer your question though, the reason why I got involved is because I saw this gap and the okay. presented itself. And because of my background of learning things that are outside the school system, I was like, this is a perfect fit. Oh, um, yeah. That's how you know, I joined Financial Freedom. Um, and then from there, it just became, you know, something that I, I hold dearly just because it's such a, it's, it's unfortunately such a topic that doesn't get enough awareness. It doesn't at all. Now you're, um, like a global spokesperson or something for, for financial freedom. Is that, did yeah. I catch that in your bio? I, 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 I'm the global community champion. Okay. And so I, I, that's the title that I have, um, but I work on, you know, the product side of things and I get to work on the community and, and really be involved in many different ways. So mm. it's, it's really fun and it definitely keeps me busy because it's such a, a lofty goal, which is, you know, to, to actually be able to help kids and teens, you know, be smarter around money so that when they actually need to make big financial decisions, because I mean, one of the first financial decisions that a, a, a child or teen will make is to go in debt, which is around student loans. If yes, first yes. Decision, the big decision that they make is a decision that's going to put them in debt. I think it's smart that we start talking about money and get them saving and get them investing and get them mm -hmm. familiar with it before that's the first thing that they think of um, and in their interaction with money. Because if that's the first interaction with money, how does that lead into the future, right? Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. And what is it? Uh, something like 43 million people in the U.S. have student loan debt. Oh, yeah. It's something I like mean, it's crazy, <laughs> you know, and, and I know there's political talk. Oh, we're going to eliminate the student debt. And um, I graduated from, you know, with my master's degree with no debt. Okay. And I went on to do some doctorate work, still no debt. Um, I'm not, and, and that's a whole nother topic, but I'm not so sure eliminating it, just saying, okay, guys, you don't have to pay this back is, is really the smartest thing to do. And I think, uh, what is it? The average American has uh, 6,000 plus uh, dollars on their credit card. And uh, at least that, I think it was about 8,000 last time. Is it 8,000? Wow. Yeah. And then you said, I saw something in, in your material. Is it the average person has a thousand dollars or less in savings? Did I hear that right? Yes, yes, that's correct. Yeah, it, we, we just don't know how to handle money. In fact, I was just thinking, I was in a, um, a grocery store a week ago, and I knew you were going to be on the show, and, and uh, there was a, a grandpa with his grandson who's probably, I'm going to guess, about 10, 12 years old. So he let him go through first, and he gave him some money, and he was buying, I forget what the grandson was buying, but he gave it to the cashier. Cashier rang it up, and then he counted the cash out to pay for it. And then the cashier gave him change. And then they started a conversation, the cashier and the grandpa, and the grandpa saying, you know, I really want to help all of my grandkids learn early how to handle money. And the cashier goes, you know, I have a 19 year old nephew and he is a complete, he has no clue. He can't count money. He doesn't, he's, he said, it's, it's, he's really a lost case. And I thought, wow, we're going to be talking about this a week from now. Um, maybe I should get his nephew to come and watch the show or something. But, you know, isn't that, isn't that sad? Um, because student debt, I mean, it, it can hang. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's why, you know, whatever we do at financial freedom is to just 
lay the foundation of financial education and awareness so that they can start building good money habits moving forward. That's mm. what we're all about. We don't give financial advice saying, okay, here's what you do with this amount of money and put it in this. We don't do that. We give you all the basics, all the fundamentals, all of um, the building blocks so that you never are in a place of financial struggle if you put these habits in place. Wow. That, now, you, you have all of the, it almost sounds like a curriculum or uh, is it like an online program? Because I mean, I think people ought to consider this. Sure, yeah, so it's, it's an online platform. Um, okay. What we have is we have um, kids material, we have teens material. And the kids material is all animated. Um, and then we have the teen material, which is all me and I deliver it. So much more like a YouTube style of videos. Yeah, cool. Inside the platform, we have, um, you know, games and we're creating a, a space in which kids and teens, once they go through our, our coursework, um, they, are, they have the ability to like pitch a business to investors, like actual investors. Um, we have something that we're building into the platform in which, um, you know, cryptos and NFTs are something that has been talked about a lot. Yeah, huge. Um, and we're bringing that element into our platform as well. So kids and teens can start learning about this and actually huh. um, being able to like mint their own NFTs within our platform too. So we have all Whoa. this fun, amazing like stuff where we're building into it. I like to say um, that we're building uh, the next metaverse for like kids and teens and education that isn't taught in school. That's like what I, I personally- No, I love it. I love it. I think that is so succinctly you know, accurate. I mean, from the little I know, because it, again, it's like you say, you can't point the finger and say, well, it's parents' fault, it's school fault. It is someone's fault because it slipped through the cracks. And you would think it would garner more attention because there's, it's such a huge thing that ruins so many lives. You know, it, it's just, um, and, and I love the fact that you're staying on top of things, NFTs, all, you know, all of that stuff that is, it's, you're right on the edge. So, I mean, it, it sounds to me like, this is cutting edge stuff. You know, I feel ignorant because I like to think of myself as somebody who stays, in, you know, up on a lot of things. And, and you know, at Utah, we're, we want to be practical. We want, let's not just talk about a situation. Let's offer solutions. Here's something that will help you. Here's someone that can help you. Check this out, that kind of a thing. I was not aware of financial freedom. And I don't, I don't know how that kind of slipped through because I get a lot of news feeds every day. And I, I really try to be informed, especially, again, something that could help our audience. So I'm, I'm really excited that you reached out to us and we were able to set up this chat because uh, I'm hoping that this will help a lot of people. Now, if somebody wants to check out more, because I want to come back and, and talk about some other things uh, regarding this, but, but where do they go uh, online? Of course. So um, if they would like to look at our, you know, all the different options, you can go to Financial Freedom. Um, I actually have a, a gift for you guys as well for anybody listening. Um, if you go to getfunbook.com, you can get a free copy of our, our, our free um, download of our book, Rethink Money for Children and Teens. Um, oh, nice. What is, give that again. So uh, getfunbook.com. Getfunbook.com. And so nice. you can get a free download of our book um, on us, and and hopefully that helps you actually like start. For, if you're a teen, you can read it. If you're a parent, you can read it with your kids. It's really a I like to say it's a tool to start those conversations and mm. um, and start 
being aware of good money habits. And so if you actually go through that book, like you'll start putting those things in place just from that alone. Oh, I might be an adult who goes, <laughs> okay, I want my free books. <laughs> no, you know what? You can always learn. Cause I, you know, I have, uh, uh, you know, I have made many mistakes, financial mistakes, cause I didn't really learn. I was learning how I was going and, and, um, when I was still doing, you know, music as my only career, I mean, I was making money like, you know, just buckets full and I was spending more really than I was making. And it's like, I have nothing to show for it. So it was, it, I mean, it was a great experience, but you know, not real smart either. So what, um, what are some of the, the, I'm going to say core principles mainly um, that, we start with that you would suggest people could start. I know there's so much more in, yeah. in the, 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 the online program and stuff, but, but maybe a, a handful of suggestions that say, okay, people start here, you know, here's yeah. some things to do. I, I like to make things practical. So I was hoping you'd uh, ask that question. Um, so number one, start the conversation. If you're a teen listening to this, ask questions to your parents. Okay. Online. Start the conversation, start being willing to learn and, and absorb and be, be curious. Um, okay. Your parent, start the conversation with your kids and teens. Um, you know, ask them like, hey, what would you do with the $100? Ask them why would you do that? What, like why? Oh. Choice. Um, okay. Donate to a charity. What charity would you choose? Um, if I gave you this much money and you had to spend it on and, and do three things with it, what three things would you like get the conversation rolling so that's number one that's the number one thing i would do start the conversation I've said so this either teen to parent or parent to teen yeah okay Either way start that conversation okay <laughs> um uh, number two would be if you're a kid or teen a really simple practice that you can start straight off the bat is um anything that you receive uh splitting it in four ways so 50% into spend, because you're going to want to spend. You're going to want to buy things. You're going to want to go. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Don't spend money. Money is a tool. It's meant to cycle through. But 50% of everything you, you make, you get, you receive, put 50% to spend. Now, 20% you're going to put into save. 20% you're going to put into invest. And 10% you're going to put into give. Now, give is to giving back to charity. Give is, okay. um, you know, choosing something that's meaningful to you. If you look at any of the speakers or, um, you know, influencers, uh, mm -hmm. people that are in the wealth space, every single one of them, no matter how successful they are, they give back. And Interesting. It's that, it's that uh, giving and receiving. It's a cycle of money. So 50% to spend. 20% to save, 20% into invest. And invest, you know, it's putting it towards, you know, actual things that you can invest in. So if, for example, um, you know, you're too young to be able to, you know, do sort of things, your parents can take that money and put them, put, put it somewhere. But it, okay. as long as you are putting aside money with the intention of investing, now there's multiple options of things that sure, sure. that, but uh, if you start this practice now as like a kid or teen, 
Um, I know that some parents do the same. It might be a little bit different, like in terms of the percentages and stuff, but that's a simple um, practice and, and, and habit that you can do with any mm -hmm. get, receive, um, make. Uh, we also say like kids and teens, like start making money early. Um, and we're not saying it from a, oh, you need to like earn money so you can thrive. We're saying sure. from learning about money um, and the value of money. We found that when kids are more entrepreneurial or, you know, start a business or this and that, they learn a lot of things that can really benefit them in the future. So one mm. of in our platform that we do is follow what we call a LEAP model. So it stands for learn, earn, accelerate, and play. So learn is, you know, learning one thing about money. Okay. You know, we do that every, every sure. so, you know, what's the difference between a good debt and bad debt? What's the difference between credit and debit? Um, like stuff like that. Um, just two, practical stuff. I mean, just, just yeah, 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 basic practical stuff. Mm -hmm. And then in um, earn, we talk about one way you can earn money. So, or uh, ideas around earning money. So whether it's um, an online business or an offline business or something as simple as a lemonade stand or reselling on Amazon. So we have quite a range of different things. Yeah, that kids yeah. Um, then we have Accelerate, which is all about investing and saving. Um, what's the best principles and what's the t different types of investments you can make and like all that kind of stuff. And then we have Play, which is really about like putting the habits and principles in place so you can do everything else. So okay. mindfulness, money mindset, habits, productivity, goal setting, um, creating a vision board, all of those kind of things that are super important um, so that they can actually in implement everything else that they're talking about. Because if you're not, you know, mentally or um, capable of, you know, being productive or having good goals or anything like that, then how do you expect to implement all the things that we've talked about, right? Yes. So we follow that, that model. Um, but yeah, number two would be 50% into spend, 20% into save, 20% into invest, and 10% into uh, give. Um, you know, that's such a simple formula. And I like the 10% give. Mm. You know, um, help somebody else. Yeah. Uh, whatever the cause might be. And I love the idea of investing, uh, especially when you're younger. Uh, this was something I didn't learn until I was an adult. It, you know, it, it's... And again, I'm not faulting my parents or anything like that or the school or anything else, but it just seems odd that this is such a, it's such a life changer, positive or negative, mm -hmm. and yet we don't talk about it. We don't, we don't have these resources. So I'm, I'm, you know, totally stoked that you're on the show with these resources that we can make them available to people because this is huge. It's, it's just, you know, and that, that 50, 20, 20, 10, is so easy, you know, I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, a younger person could, uh, a young adult could learn it. I mean, it's, uh, and you want to start it early. I mean, obviously, I think there's, it's, it's never too late to develop some habits like this, you know, even, uh, you know, adults that might be watching, listening. Um, but if we can start early, I think we can, we can see some lives um, changed uh, in a positive way, um, you know, oh. people, you know, th this is, we're talking about making a difference. That's something we're really big on at Utah is uh, go mad. Are you making a difference? Well, 
you can make a difference in your own life too by developing these kinds of habits. And it's easy to develop habits that are not positive. And plus, we live in a culture that is just, it's, it's buy, 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 just constantly stuff. You know, here, here's this new fashion, this, this, you know, new car, new, and it's almost like overload because mm-hmm. there's so much coming at you and you've got to find it. You've got to have a mindset. I like that. Mm. You said that you've got to have a mindset that's going to enable you to focus through this. And really, in a sense, you're navigating almost through a minefield, are you not? Mm. I mean, I think, I think most people are. Yeah. You know, the, you know, putting financial uh, literacy to the side, I think, you know, a lot of people struggle um, with everything that's going on, you know, in, in the world, with themselves, like it's a lot. And there's, you know, statistics and facts around how stress and mental um, illness is, you know, skyrocketing. And I think if, if we can put the habits and give the, the resources and awareness so that there's not only one less thing to think about, but it just sets you up for success earlier so that you don't get to that point of burnout of, you know, feeling so disconnected. Like that's why we start now. We have to start earlier than later because you're going to, if you put these things in place, you know, when you're young, you're not going to, you know, fall into the traps that most people do later on. And I've so many, you know, people um, of all different ages, and they've all said the same thing um, at a certain point. They said, I wish I had this when I was young, right? And Absolutely. And that's what we're really trying to do is, is, is change how uh, kids and teens, their relationship with money, the relationship with themselves. Um, and money is just one of those vehicles that, that we can start the conversation around good habits, good, you know, you know, goal setting, um, mindfulness, meditation, um, you know, all these different things that we know is going to ultimately help them. Um, but money matters just happen to be one of those big topics that doesn't get taught. And yeah. it's big stressors of life. So we can prepare you for, for that. We can avoid a lot, a lot of stress. Oh, yeah. No. And I think we got to avoid the lie because there's that lie that says, ah, I got time. You know, it's all right. I got time man. just I'll I'll wait. It'll be, you know, when I'm 20, I'll do it when I'm 25, when I graduate from college, whatever. But those habits that we establish as we're younger feed a a, the better ability to thrive because you've used that word a couple of times being able to thrive in life and this entrepreneurial um, you know, concept of, okay, what can I, you know, I don't need a job to live on to pay my bills. I'm still living at home, but what can, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, uh, going back to my drumming days, um, my parents told me that uh, if I saved money, uh, I mean, I tried clarinet, that didn't work for me. I tried piano, that didn't work for me. And I said, I want to be a drummer. They said, well, we bought you a clarinet, we bought you a, dr- uh, a piano. So if you want to be a drummer, here's the deal. You save all your money. And you buy your first drum set. And mm-hmm. if you stick with it, we'll buy you a really nice second drum set. And I'm sure mom and dad were thinking, we're off the hook. There's no way this kid's going to, he doesn't have a job. You know, I'm like in sixth grade. So between sixth and seventh grade that summer, I got a paper route. And mm-hmm. I made enough money to buy my first drum set. 
-hmm. And by the end of the first month of seventh grade, I was already in a band being paid to play at parties and dances and things like that. I mean, it wasn't any big money, but it was, it was one of those situations and mom and dad came through. I reminded them, I wouldn't let them forget, you know, you said, they said, you're right. We didn't think you were going to do it. So, you know, that we can be an entrepreneur if we, we just think about it. Yeah. It teaches. Right. Um, and that's yeah. why, that's why when we, we tell kids and teens, like, Hey, if you, if you learn, you know, how to be able to handle it, but also you're going to learn how to, uh, you're going to learn the value of what goes into the things that you want to buy. Uh, because oh, oh, that's uh, huge. Right? So, you know, the disconnect for parents listening, this is going to be really key for you. Um, and also kids, like, list, like the, the angle of how you talk about money is different between kids, teens, and their parents. Here's why. Parents, they, a lot of the times, they want to make sure you're secure. They are, sure. uh, they're, they're safe, you know, they, they're, they're good, right? Um, on the other hand, kids, teens, they're there for the lifestyle. They're there for um, wanting to buy. Wow. They're there for, um, you know, being able to travel and all of those different things. Yes. Um, so there's a disconnect in the conversation. But when parents are saying, oh, you need to save money, kids are like, why? Like, I want to buy yeah. all Yeah, why? So you need to bridge that gap. Um, and what I, what I mean is, like, for, for parents, a great way to go about that is kind of what your parents did. It's like, okay, if you want this, start with that. And automatically, you're going to start to learn the value of a dollar because yes. working towards it, right? And then you're going to learn more about, you know, how, you know, your relationship to money, your habits, like all that kind of stuff. You're automatically going to start learning about it. So a great way for parents to, to teach their kids about money, to get them to save, um, is to have them earn something towards whatever the kid or teen wants. So it could be a... It could be gaming. It could be anything, then, really, whatever they want. A branded hoodie. Whatever the kid or teen wants. We have one kid within our program um, that's saving 12, right? I'll say that again. We lost you. You're all good. Um, I said, we have a kid in our program that's saving up for a Lamborghini. He's 12. Really? Right? But he's learning the financial principles that's going to set him up for life um, to be able to put great habits in place for money matters. But because it's linked to something that aligns with them, they're going to do so much better because, oh, yeah. because it firstly, they feel like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm actually getting support to go and buy or do whatever it is. Right. You know, pay for those tickets or do this or whatever it is. Um, but they start learning the value and they start learning the principles and you as a, you know, if a parent's listening to this, you as a parent will be able to actually start those money conversations in a healthier way um, versus just like, Oh, save. Cause kids and teens are probably not going to want to listen to you. No, no. 
you know, and we've got to get away from these simplistic answers like go save, you know, by the way, I think I need to meet this kid because I always thought I would look good at a Lamborghini being Italian, you know, and also I need to talk to him about his strategy and see if he can help me <laughs> save. <laughs> no, that's, you're, you're so absolutely right. I mean, okay, let's think about the person that is uh, listening to us, watching us right now. And I mean, they're like, they know they're in trouble. They don't want to admit it. It's a younger person. What is the first step to begin to turn things around? Because obviously it's a process. Mm -hmm. Is there a first step? I think firstly, becoming aware. Okay. I think that's the ultimate first step for, for any, um, no matter where you are in your financial journey, mm -hmm. is where you are. So many people live blindly. Um, oh, oh, yes, yes. Um, it doesn't matter what age you are. There's, you only become aware when you hit the point in which you have to be aware, right? And yeah. so it's super important to, you know, take a step back at whatever age and just start being and start actually being aware of what's going on and how you're spending your money and how you're you're like. I'll tell you, like, authentically, I recently went through all the things that I'm spending money on, and I was like, I'm not even using some of these things. Like, why yeah. am I right? Um, and we all do that at all sorts of points in life. So taking a minute and just being aware would be my first and foremost step. Okay, now this is going to sound kind of dumb, but uh, how do you become aware? Do you just take a step back? and look at everything like you just did. Okay, I've, I've been buying this stuff. I'm not even going to use it. Is that the kind of attitude to have? Um, I think that the first thing you can do is maybe like ask yourself the questions around money. Like, um, what's when I think of money, what do I feel? Right? And oh. that's a great one for just your relationship yeah. with money. Um, yeah. that's a lot of stuff can come up. Um, uh, another great question is just, act, it's not even a question, it's, it's just going through what you're spending money on. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, let's see. Great practical things, by the way. Great practical tips. I mean, I appreciate that. No, I, I, everything that we do in finance, we want to make simple and fun and easy to implement. Um, just because money matters tend to be very complicated sometimes. Mm -hmm very like big jargon and this that we want yeah, to yeah. that and make it super um easy to understand there's we complicate everything as human beings um yep, yep, so for sure one of the best things to to do is just you know really simplify it and you know some of those things that i've said in here is is as simple as you can get <laughs> <laughs> no i i Absolutely, totally agree with you because we do overcomplicate things and it that it creates a mess, you know, and it's like simplify. You just let's, oh, you know what? This is great, great, great advice. Tell us again, where can people um, get the, the gift that you mentioned and then find out more about being financially smart? Of course. So you can go to getfunbook.com dot com for the free book um, called Rethink Money for Children and Teens. And then you can go to financialfreedom.com um, or even go to our uh, our Instagram and you know everything is there. So mm -hmm. 
Okay, what is your Instagram so everybody knows? So financial.freedom um, is the financial freedom Instagram. So you can go and okay. follow everything there. Um, if you want to follow me personally, it's Shivani Ray. Um, so at Shivani Ray. I know I'm tagged in some posts and stuff, so I'd appreciate um, anybody who you know wants to personally follow me. But uh, yeah, that's, that's everything. Um, cool. Great. No, that's helpful. We'll put that in the notes. Uh, for this show. We, uh, I can't thank you enough for taking time out and we'll have to have another conversation because we've really, I feel just scratched the surface of what needs to be done. And I'll tell you what I, uh, um, props to you for doing what you're doing because um, more people need to know about this because it would make a huge difference in people's lives. The quality of their life, the stress, you know, the, the, the mental illness aspect. I mean, there's just so much that this could make a huge difference. So I appreciate it. Uh, it's great to, to get to know you, and I will look forward to a future conversation or two. <laughs> That'd be great. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Giovanni. We appreciate you, and, and uh, we'll look forward to hearing more and seeing more from you. Uh, guys, next week, we have another special guest. Actually, the topic is going to be another one that's uh, not on the lighter side, but on the heavier side, because this month is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. And, ooh, talk about another one of those things, like uh, Shivani was talking to us about with finances. It's another one that's, that's destroying an awful lot of lives. And uh, we want to talk about it. You know, it's, uh, in case you haven't noticed, guys, uh, you talk, we want to go deeper. Okay, uh, enough surface stuff. Um, and when we can have quality people like Shivani and, and who we're going to have, have on next week, remember to follow us at Utah Radio. You can also send us a note, a comment, whatever, a question. You can text us, text the word Utah, and that's U T A L K to 411247. You can go to utahradio.com. Reach out to us, let us know how we can help you. Make sure you follow Shivani and uh, financial freedom. Uh, it'll, it's going to be a great resource for you. Appreciate you being with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, go to any one of those sites I just mentioned if you want more You Talk before next week. Thanks, guys. See you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>